Yeah, this is messy. Testing, testing, mic check, mic check, one, two, three, four, let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wolfpad Podcast with your host, Wilson, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly topics that happen on a weekly basis in the entertainment industry. Without further ado, let's get down with the shishnets, all right? So um, I don't need to explain every week why I keep missing out the Fridays. It's like, guys, I, I got to... I gotta, Daily jobs, jobs, plural. All right. I didn't have time to uh, to talk about anything, and at the same time, there was basically nothing to talk about last week. So I decided to do it right now. Right now is the perfect time to to get on with some of the topics that we got to talk about. Some of these topics are a little messy, but we ended on a high note with some futuristic stuff that we're gonna en endure and see in the future. With you know, with the review of the Mandalorian, how it sees and ends, and what we expect also as well. Talk about the Transformers trailer, the recent one that we just had, and of course, I think there was like one last thing with video games. Oh yeah, I want a Star Wars top ten um, video games. I believe because of the recent release of Jedi Survivor, which I happen to play just for a little bit, and it still is phenomenal. But we're gonna talk about all that good stuff at the end. Let's get out of the way the bad and the ugly topics that we have to discuss. You know. I don't know how do I start with this, to be honest, because um, when I look at this, it just happened a few days ago. So it was just like, all right, perfect timing. I'm not going to talk about this in the podcast, you know, since I haven't done one. Let's just talk about it right now. So what we're going to talk about is the recent um, scandal, I guess, or smear campaign that has targeted to one individual known as Steven Crowder. Now, for those of you who don't know who Steven Crowder is and you're asking yourself, who is he? It's like, he is known as a conservative right-wing um, content creator in the YouTube heavy sphere. He, he's very Christian and, and believes in his Christianity to be like the all true and all truth and nothing but the truth on it. He's a right-wing as well. He, he tends to be very Republican, very conservative about it. He also tends to be like be all alpha male and sigma male t telling like I do the work while the woman cook and clean for me and this and that. You guys are right now wondering, Wilson, why are we talking about this? I thought you said you don't talk about politics or anybody in politics. Yes and no. I don't talk about politics because I tend to stay away from it because it's a messy subject and everybody that I know is like talking about back and forth with politics. Guys, I remain neutral. That's my view. Uh, sometimes I live this way, sometimes I go that way, how Chris Rock says it, you know, but I stay away from it because nobody can have a healthy conversation about it. You know, everything has to be too extreme on each side, you know, that's why I stay away from that. I'm not talking about politics. I'm not trying to talk about, you know, about the right wing and left wing or any of that. No, the reason why I'm talking about this is because, well, he's in the con he's a content creator in the YouTube heavy sphere. So I and his YouTube is part of the entertainment industry. So I have to uh, uh, talk about it, especially all the stuff that's going on with him right now. You know, so let, let's get down. Let's get. Let me show you guys what it is what I'm talking about. So recently, as you all can see, Stephen Crowder 
is going for a, a divorce. And in that divorce, he made a video saying, like, I my wife chose to do the divorce. I didn't choose to it. And I also let me put this back. Hold on. Let me show you guys. I also I, I remember I saw the articles and I saw some of the things that say, like, I chose to do this. I, my, I didn't choose to do this. My wife chose this. Uh, I'm a, I still believe my Christian belief. Apparently, in the state of Texas, it's legal to do that. And I'm like, Nani? okay. Wait, what? Bruh. You mean to tell me you didn't know that in the state of Texas or any state, you're allowed to get a file for divorce? Yo! Uh... Seems like a lot of these Republicans and conservatives aren't or Christians aren't aware of the terms divorce because it could it's considered a sin or whatever. But yeah, my, my dude, what do you think there's divorce rates and statistics in the country? Like, yeah, it's legal. Everywhere is legal for divorce. Like you're allowed to to divorce with anybody. Like if you're married to somebody and things don't work out, you're allowed to divorce. But again, this is their Christian belief. This is a conservative belief saying like, this is not right. And I didn't choose this, but I respect that this and that. Apparently, there's another layer behind the divorce. There's a reason why. The wife claims that he is a very abusive, manipulative person. And he rebuts those arguments. And then a video leaked of him arguing his eight-month pregnant wife. And shows Stephen Crowder's his true colors. Now, let's look at the New York Post, as I say. This is uh, what I'm looking at right now. Uh, the title, Stephen Crowder Wife Rent Video Reveals Pathetic Patterns of Abuse at Staff. This is a leak in a video. So... Obviously, I'm going to read a little bit and then we're going to play the video. It says a bombshell ring video was leaked last week of influencer conservative commentator Stephen Crow berating his wife, Hillary. I only pause for for one moment because it's not the, the it's not the, the berating part, uh, even though that's horrible. It's the fact that his soon to be ex-wife is named Hillary and. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a bad person. Uh, you you can't seem to find like because I've heard stories about him him ranting about Hillary Clinton when she was around and and he embraces her so much. So it's like kind of like funny in a sense that you know his pregnant wife is named Hillary and he rants about Hillary Clinton. I mean, those who know who knows. You know, I I just find it hilarious that. <laughs> Oh, well, now there's a reason why he berates any Hillary's, apparently. So um, in the footage of from June 2021, he tells her to fucking watch it and accuses her of refusing to do wily things while telling her he doesn't love her. At the time, she was eight months pregnant with their twins. All right. So this is something that happened a few years ago. Her family released a statement saying she had been hiding this mentally and emotionally abusive behavior from her for friends and family. The pair who married in 2012 have been locked in continuous, have been locked in a contentious divorce since 2021. Ah, okay, more to so, but let's 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 listen to the article. I mean, let's listen to the article. Let's look at let's take a look at the video. And for the audio listeners, you can watch this on YouTube as well. I love you. I love you very much. 
I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is, when I go, look, wow. I need you to do A, B, C, and D, just because what about it? You go, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. That's not fair, and it's disingenuous. All right, this is just, I, I have a video that we can definitely watch it. Here we go. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. I'm going to let go. I'll get what you need me to get. And I, I need some space. We need to just talk. Oh my God. Can I have like one video in which I can watch this whole thing without any commentators, apparently? Let me see. Here it is. Cool. Okay, Stephen, I can't. Like, what kind of piece of shit a person are you that you're asking for? You're fighting over, or the contents is for, because it sounds a little bit cryptid, and I'm fast forwarding because of, I don't know, copyrights and and commentators talking over it. Uh, Her pregnant wife is going to take the car, apparently the only car out of his multi-million dollar mansion, the one car that they have, hey, whatever the car so she can go to get some groceries and he's t- berating her. I was like, no, you're not going to go get an Uber. And then this is where the whole sh- snowball begins. And I'm like, what kind of piece of shit person are you? And you're not going to let your wife do go to the groceries. If he, if she wants to go to the groceries and takes the one car there is, all right, good, take it. You're not going anywhere. So what the fuck you want the car for? Why do you need to have the car like that? Just in case for He's like, all right, go get an Uber. Get an Uber. The fuck? Um, this is just disgusting overall. This is just very disgusting behavior. But let's listen to him a little bit more. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. It doesn't work either. It's the only way out of it. It's discipline. It's the only way out of it. We're at an end. What? We're at an end. Because you can't have any discipline. Stephen, Stephen, you're a beast. He's sick. Watch it. Sick. Hillary. You know what's what's impressive? And I don't know if anybody points this out. For a person that has like a million dollars, um, house, a mansion, whatever, and he's a millionaire and money that doesn't have more than one car and it needs to have that one car there. I, I, I find it hard to believe that. How do you not know that this video is going to get leaked when you have fucking security cameras, especially the ring, especially the ring app, which you can easily download the video and pub and publish it. How do you like, how do you not, how do you, I guess this is called arrogance at this point, because if I know I'm being watched, if there's a camera around and I know I feel like I'm being watched, you best believe I'm going to be in my best behavior. Not that I say that I do anything foul out of it, but you never know who's watching. And whenever they record something, you might find it a little bit embarrassing. That it's like, oh, my God, I say that. Oh, my God, I did this. Shit, why is this out there? I didn't want this to be out. Like, And then it's out. And now there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, you want to tend to be a little bit conser- conservative in that sense of, you know, like, I don't want to do anything crazy in front of the camera. Because once the camera rolls and you didn't, you're not, no, you may do the craziest shit and then all of a sudden it's out there in the public and people will just judge you. This is a perfect example of doing, of you being a very abusive person while being recorded. And you thought that the video was never going to get leaked? Bruh. Well, Steven, I got something for you. Congratulations. You played yourself. 
And a little bit of... Gotcha, bitch! Yeah, so... You're right, Raven. You just said I love you and committed to that. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to do those What a sick person, this guy. All right, it says, as the crowd is heading inside, Steven gets angry and angry, and by his own words on the mission screens, I will fuck you up. At his pregnant wife, Hillary, who then flees uh, their home. All right. I don't know how true that statement is because we didn't, there's no video evidence of it. There's not a crowd, but let's take a look back to the New York Post. Um, so it goes here, more information out of it saying like, allegedly including the fact that Hillary, who was pregnant at the time, did not want to handle dog medicine. She thought might be dangerous for pregnant women, which is true. This was not uh, my choice. On April 25th, Crowder announced to his fans that his wife had decided to file for My divorce. My wife decided that she didn't want to be married anymore. And in the state of Texas, that is completely permitted. That's the part I don't understand. Why do you have to say that in the state of Texas is legal? Emotional damage. Huh? Nani? It's legal in any state. It doesn't matter which state you go. Unless you go on, on Utah, maybe there's something around it. If you're practicing the Mormon religion... But you're Christians. Well, they're under the Christianity, but still, you're more Christian out of it. Uh, it's still, it's still kind of wild to me to tell me, oh yeah, it's it's perfectly legal in Texas. Like, why? What do you think? Of course, it's gonna be legal. Anyways, let's listen to more of this dumb fucks. That's not my choice. She simply wanted out, and the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course, look, I get it. There are multiple sides to every story, but one thing that is undeniable. Uh, in this case, that it's no one's fault, my. but my own, in that I picked wrong. My God. Sure, of course. And I have to agree to some of these tweets. Let me bring it back. Um, so it says, many on social media thought the video was further proof that Crowder was controlling. I agree. And let's see. One tweet says it. If you really listen to Sir Crowder talk about his divorce, the thing that makes him the most angry is the, that his wife can legally divorce him without his permission. I agree. That's the kind of thing that brings me wild. It's like, why, why would you say that? Oh, yeah, it's legal. It's like that shows you that level of control and abusive power that he holds on her. Used to, actually, because they don't live anymore with the kids. And it just further proves the legality of the alleged video. It actually makes it true that this is a pattern of behavior that he is. Now that he's exposed, there's nothing that he can do about it. It's out there. Everybody fucking knows that he is a manipulative, controlling, narcissistic douchebag. An abusive of one. Another one says, uh, this is the other one. The way he kept coming back to the fact that her leaving the marriage is Leo gives me chills. He's not just sad about her choice. He's pissed about her. Her having uh, an autonomy. Ah, again, guys, it's wild for me to believe that this guy has the, the audacity to say like, oh my gosh, she, she can legally divorce me. How dare she? Nani? How dare you? Who the hell are you to say stuff like that? Who do you think you are to go ahead and say like, I, like she's not allowed to leave me? But apparently in the state of Texas, it is. Yo! What kind of abusive, control, manipulative, control freak are you? Emotional damage. 
Crowder claimed that the disturbing footage, which was released on journalist uh, Yashar Ali's Substack, was misleading edited. <laughs> That's your excuse? Misleading edited? You know what? I got to give it to some of these conservatives. Sometimes they, they, they say the darnest things. It's like, oh, that wasn't me. That was edited. That, it, was, it was taken out of context. You mean the screaming at your pregnant wife and telling your pregnant wife don't take the one car and that you should watch it? You should fucking watch what you're saying? That's misleading? That's not your voice saying? That's not you acting and saying all these things? That's not you? That's some voice actor that actually has the same voice as you. That's someone else. Boy, you're dumber than dog shit. Congratulations. You played yourself. Anyways. But numerous former employees of the provocative alleged these types of unhinged tirades were commonplace inside the ladder with cover. First, I'm not shocked, but it was pathetic what he did to Hillary. Former employee told the Post, that might not be the Steven you see on the show, but that's the real Steven. Oh my God, this is hilarious. I'm looking over some of this stuff. I'm not going to read the whole thing because I want, I want to wrap this up very quickly. And I'm looking at all this stuff. All right, so this is his, like, counterpart. So as I'm reading to some of this stuff, apparently former employees of Steven Crowder and even other fans and conservatives are all against his... And they all agree, like, this is a shitty behavior. This is a shitty pattern of him. This is That's the real him. And some fans are saying, like, I used to be a fan of his. Now I'm not because of how he treated his wife. Hey, bro. Fourth ex employee. Oh my God. We're talking about four other former employees talk about his behavior, and that's how he is. Let's see what he has to say. On Tuesday, requesting privacy in the best interest of the family, but also by court order agreed upon by all parties. Look, broken marriages are ugly, and in them, people do ugly things. Myself, of course, included. I would never claim otherwise. However, mm. due to recent misleadingly edited leaks to the tabloid. Misleading edit videos. Perfect. One, I, saw, I, did, I read about it somewhere around here that he actually, before this whole divorce thing happened, he was the first one who was trying to contact a divorce attorney about it. Nani? One can speculate saying like, not only you're an abusive, controlling, manipulative bitch that he is, but also a very contradictive one. Because didn't you say that you're not the one who filed for divorce, yet you were the one who was looking for divorce? Didn't you say it's legal? You said you didn't want this, but then again, you're the one who said that he was looking for it before. Anyways, let's look. take a look at his response on the edited misleading video. Misleading, because that's not it. That's out of context, the video that we all saw. Or press without context and not subject to consequences Yo, okay. of the court. Well, if not privacy, the next best option is truth. So today, I have filed a motion to officially unseal all files as they relate to the matter of legal record finances, relevant medical records, including mental health Does history or evaluations, mental, depositions, mental right. and any motions or sanctions from the courts of Texas. I will not be leaking private marital information to the press. But if the privacy agreements are not respected by all parties, I will address all that is a matter of irrefutable legal record in full context next week. I don't know what you have to rebuke, re 
but about is other than that you're just a piece of shit person as i scroll down i'm done with this i'm done i, I just wanted to talk talk to you guys about this um what are my thoughts about this guys um it's kind of hard not to hate you my dude it's kind of hard to rebuttal these videos that, that everybody is seeing right now and you, for your best argument to say like this is misleading it's like which part is the misleading part the part that she says that she's going to the groceries and you tell her to go fucking watch it and you're not taking you do as I say you don't love me anymore which which part is misleading oh, I'm gonna release my mental records and, and, and all that this is amazing how manipulative bitches like him trying to control the narrative so that way he's look as i'm the victim and she's she's the malicious person they do this all the time he's crowder is not the first person who've done this before multiple people have done this perfect example remember her lying to the people say that johnny's the one who's been abusive to her towards her and she's been living on this on the uh, false pretense that you know Johnny's the one that's been abusive and controlling of her. While the facts remain like, nope, it was you. You're the controlling, manipulative bitch, and all this. Same thing with this little sigma fuck Crowder. That's what he is. He's a he's a. She belongs to the street. That's and that's that for a lot of these conservative um, content creators. They wanna. They want to control the narrative and assume that they're the ones in the right, they're the victims, and never hold accountability of what their actions. A lot, of, and you know what? I gotta give it to a lot of people who who some some of the conservatives and sometimes a lot of liberals they do hold accountability. Not all the time, but sometimes they do hold accountability and say, you know what? What I say, what I said, it was fucked, and I'm sorry. But this one, he's he's just gonna double down, and he's he and he wants to prove to everybody. See, I'm the right one. I'm the one who's Say, see, I'm the victim. But yet again, the video entails that you're the one who who scream at her and call call her certain names and tell her to watch it and you and that she that she's not gonna take the car for groceries. This is my nomin, but yeah. This guy there's gonna be a saga after this, you know. <laughs> a saga of his downfall, basically. Like he has to be one manipulative narcissistic bitch, honestly. Small, small dick energy is what he got, bro. Because for you to treat your woman like that, that's disgusting, man. That's disgusting. And I feel sorry for her that she had to endure many years and years of that treatment towards him. I, I wish nothing but the best. Um, How is this is going to end? It's going to end messy. And I feel like he's going to be the one losing in all this. Because once that video is out, it's hard for you to rebuttal. I don't know how the lawyers are going to spin this. Uh, it's it is edited and this and that. When the court asked for the original video, unedited, a quote, a quote unquote, the court is going to ask it. It's going to get downloaded. They're going to watch the full unedited video. And then we're going to see what happens. I don't think this is a road that you want to take, Steven. But hey, do you, boo. Do you. I wish you nothing but not best for you because you're... You are not a good person. So I wish that you're in the middle of traffic on a, and then you get explosive diarrhea. <laughs> That's what I hope for the best for you. On that. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to the next topic. I want to talk. I want to want to talk about ugly stuff. That whole Steven Crowder just like. Mm. Um, let's let's move on with other good stuff. Let's see. What do we got on the Twitter hemispheres? 
Oh, here's some short things before we move to before we move to TVs and shows and all that stuff. Here's some things I want to talk about. Let me see. Uh, Super Mario Bros. movie has, has officially grossed over one billion dollars at the box office, which is pretty dope. It is now the 11th highest grossing animated movie of all time and still climbing. It's also the 48th highest grossing movie of all time. That's pretty good. I mean, for Super Mario Bros. I mean, I already made my reviews out of it. It's a, so it's a great movie. I put it eight out of ten, eight and a half at best. You know, um, Star Wars. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. This is something that I was like, what the F? Design rapper designer is being charged with indecent exposure. Designer allegedly masturbated in front of flight attendants in mid-flight. The FBI affidavit says a jar of Vaseline dropped into the aisle as he was getting up to switch seats. Nani? Congratulations, you played yourself. Serious? I'm not gonna read into it because the title and the description says it all completely. Uh, that's kind of wild that you do that. It kind of reminds me of the old scandal that happened with uh, with uh, with this uh, merengue artist, um, ah, oh, Elvis Crespo, Elvis Crespo, the the original guy who says uh, suavemente, besame, te quiero sentir tus labios, besame otra vez. That infamous guy. He was involved in a scandal because according to uh, to the report, he was also, you know, handjobbing himself. I don't know what what's the proper term. I don't know. He was jerking off. There you go. He was jerking off in the in in the airplane as well. And apparently the woman next to him was seeing that, that he was doing it. There was a whole scandal behind it. And I can't believe designer is also in it. Um, it's kind of wild. And the fact that he had a, a a jar of Vaseline? She belongs to the street. Yeah, sick individual, honestly. Um, I, I don't have much to say other than don't do this. And if you're going to do it, do it in the, in the bathroom, I guess. I don't know. Do it. I don't know. Um, other stuff I'm noticing. Um, ben Margera is on the run from police in Pennsylvania. This is a sad turn of events. Hearing from Ben Margera, man. And I wish him nothing but the best for his family. Like, this is very sad. He keeps relapsing over and over. It's if he keeps up like this, eventually two things are gonna happen. Jail or death. I'm sorry to say that, but it's that's something that's gonna happen. Um, there's some other stuff, but I would rather talk about it later. I'm not gonna talk about it right now. Um, so right now I'm just gonna focus um some of the things that I've looked over. Yeah, I'm going to... That's... Oh, wait a minute. The Transformers movie. Yes. So, uh, uh, the new trailer came about with the new Transformers movie. Um, the Rise of the Beast. I mean, so far, it looks... It, it's looking pretty good. I mean, as I'm watching all these videos, it's pretty cool. And apparently, uh, uh, apparently, uh, according to the trailer, Junichrome is happens to be the main bad guy. So... We're going to see Optimus Brian, the Autobots, and then they're going to be facing, I guess, the Maximals, who I assume they used to be um, Autobots. I don't know. But now they're Primals. 
And I guess that the Septicons are or the, or the Predacons are a part of it. But as you can see, you know, Durochrome is all part of this. I don't know how this is all involved in the Star Wars universe. I mean, Star Wars Transformers universe. Apparently that's Scorch. I don't know how is this is all involved. I don't know if they're all in the same universe or it's different because, you know, we're trying to eliminate the recent ones. But it's looking pretty good. I mean, the fact that we have the G1 um, Optimus Prime and having all the... All the others is like, bro, this is going to be sick. I wish they couldn't show this much footage of it, but I'm pretty sure they're just trying to sell as much as possible for, you know, to make sure it get it gets back down or, you know, people actually come by it because I don't know, because a lot of people have a lot of negative connotations about the recent Star uh, Transformers movies. You know, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. The recent Michael Bay ones, like the Age of Instinction was like, uh, and then, you know, the, the last night, it was horrible. You know, it was just horrible. I felt like this should have ended with Re Revenge of the Fallen. Or better yet, should have ended with the Dark Side of the Moon or Dark of the Moon. This should have ended there and that's it. The end of Transformers, you know. And then probably start with the whole Bumblebee and then that universe. Maybe that's separate. Maybe the same. I don't know. But it was recent later on the last movie, on the last night, that Unicron was Earth or something like that. But now this is a different unicorn. I I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Um, let's move on and talk about my thoughts of the Mandalorian. So obviously Mandalorian, the season ended. And the last two episodes of the Mandalorian, it was actually pretty good. I don't remember if I talked about this in the recent episodes, but we're talking about it right now. Um, I felt like the whole season was kind of mid average at best it, it was like because of season one and two it was like oh my god skyrocketing and then it kind of like plateaued and then stand steady there and then just hanging in that form i was like uh and the book above if i feel like it was like mandalorian 1.1 or 2.5 to to lead up to the first season because if you guys, guys, if you haven't watched the book of Boba Fett and you're wondering how, why is the kid now with with uh, Din Djar, you have to watch the book of Boba Fett to understand why. Well, I what I call the what people call the book of Boba Fett, it, I call it the book of cameos because every episode was a different cameo and it was a different character development of certain characters in the Star Wars universe, which I, I have no problem with it. But don't call it a show about Boba Fett and Shim tell me every episode is about this different character so they could have its own development. There was an episode that lead to the Indijars, you know being an apostle and everything. And then he decides to come back to help Boba Fett and other stuff. And then that's where the kid came back and all this, you know, like you got to watch it. You got to watch it, guys. Um, my thoughts about the season itself. Like I said, it was mid at best. It was OK. Uh, there was there was like one or two episodes in which like they could have cut that episode into 10 minutes and that's it. We didn't need the whole thing. But I guess like this is more trying to find like it's not just a Mandalorian it's multiple Mandalorians which I feel like there you go okay now we're getting to something because I feel like it was going all around the place and we didn't know like season one and two it was all about baby Grogu taking it to the rifle master or, or rifle trainer or Jedi master so that way they can train him and then this one is like baby Grogu ba being the, the next Mandalorian while having the force with them but also, it, it wasn't 
they were trying to find what it is, you know, like like what's the angle? What's the what's the key element of this season? And it wasn't until halfway through the season in, in which it was revealed, like, okay, the season is about uniting all Mandalorian tribes to become Mandalore one more time and fight against the Imperials and anybody else who's like strongly against it. And once they got that, now it sets up the stone for future seasons, which involves like, all right, many more Mandalores and bounty hunting jobs. Like, this is what I took about it. I mean, it's good. At least we have a, at least we have a, like a goal for it. It's just such that, you know, the season was just like all over the place until they finally found it and then boom. But I do appreciate that the season also start up some stuff about how the new Republic is, how people are trying to trying to live for it, you know, live about it. Some people are, are all about it. Some were like, I'm, it's hard for me to adjust it. It is also sets up uh, for, for the future Star Wars trilogy, which is like the first order, how the first order became that, you know, and how there's a bigger army to it. And as well, it's, it's, it also sets up for Ashaka, the new series that's coming on Disney Plus this year. So, you know, it it, it did a good set, a, a good, you know, alley-oops for certain futures, but at the same time, it was just all over the place. Nevertheless, it's still good. It was a good season. I'm ha- I'm looking for a season four. Hopefully, if it happens. Um, but speaking of Star Wars, let's Let's talk about, you know, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Now, let me tell you this, guys. Jedi Survivor, this video game was amazing. I mean, it did an excellent follow-up for its predecessor, the uh, Star Wars Jedi, The Fallen Order. Survivor is like another masterpiece. And I feel like it continues to escalate and adds more moves. And I like that they brought a few things that, that can also leads up to the Star Wars universe. And I, I'm happy to say that this, this, this game, Jedi Survivor and the previous one, Jedi Fallen Order, are canons. That's right. They're canons. They're the only video game that are canon to the, to the story, to the Star Wars universe. You know, So if you watch, so you've played it, or if you haven't played it, look at it on YouTube and understand the lore and wonder why. But I feel like th- there's going to be char- their character is going to end up in one of the Star Wars movies or series or something like that. It, there, it will be. It's canon. I think Rogue Squadron is also canon. Not too sure about it. And Battlefront 2, I believe. I don't know. There probably are canon or not. But I feel, but I know that this these two games are confirmed canon in the Star Wars universe as part of, you know, you know, the trilogies and uh, in the series spinoffs and whatnot. So I played for a little bit. Like I said, I only played for a little bit. And that little bit was enough for me to say, oh, my God, it's it keeps getting better and better. And the fighting mechanics as well. And the and the pairing. Oh, my God, the lightsaber pairing and everything. Oh, my God, it's pretty dope. Um, and that leads up to our final thing, which was like, Something that I that I looked over on Twitter that I saw that was like kind of interesting. I want to talk about it. Um, from IGN, according to IGN, there's the the top ten best Star Wars video games up to date. So we're gonna just mention some of them, and I'm gonna comment on each one. As number ten, it's um, Star Wars Dark Forces. Jeez, that's actually an old old Star Wars. Yeah, I played it a little bit, but I think it was like in the PlayStation, if I'm not corrected. 
it, it was all right. You know, I don't want to say it's like the best, but you know, all right. Star Wars Battlefront 2. I that I heard a lot of that Battlefront 2 was way better than Battlefront. I guess that's why there's this little mini campaign story that's canon. But I don't know. I don't know much about it. I didn't play it. It, it was at that time that everybody was hating EA for the huge microtransactions, even though I, me and my and my cousins were hating EA for a long, long time for that. And everybody knew about it. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Yeah, this old video game, it was very well known and people liked that. I remember that even my ex at that time, she was never a Star Wars fan. So she was never into the lore, yet she played that video game on her PC. And I'm like, it has to be good. I played for a little bit, but I got bored. Um, Number seven, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Damn, you will put seven on Je Fallen Order? I want to know what's the number one and, and the rest. We're going to look up. Um. Number six, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, Rogue, Rogue Squadron Two, Rogue Leader. It was a good. It was a good. But I, I will put Fallen Order above it. All right, as the number five, Star Wars Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast. It has to be a PC game. Like it has to be an old PC game because I haven't heard of these or in a long, long time. Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Well, I got to give it to that one. Yeah, I've played the Lego Star Wars and they're always fun. And and there are times in which I I probably didn't understand certain parts of the of the games and they put it in, in the Lego Star Wars. I was like, oh, now it made sense. Now I know the joke. <laughs> I got to give it to that. It's, it, yeah, it's pretty fun to play. Up. Like you're literally playing nine movies in Lego. Oh, and you're playing like the lightsabers and everything. So it's pretty dope. Um, Star Wars TIE Fighter. I don't know how old this one is because I haven't heard this one. I, I would assume, I don't know. Number two, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So the, the game that just recently got released is number two in the list. Fallen Order number seven. I feel it should bumped up higher than, than Jedi Outcast. I feel like Je Fallen Order should be number five. Because Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, I can leave it at number four. The TIE Fighter, if that if that's the arcade one, then okay, I agree. The TIE the arcade one, then yeah. If it's like another old N NS or PlayStation game, then get the fuck out of here. Falling Order is way better than that. Star Wars Jedi Survivor, you're number two. And number one happens to be Je Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the first one. <laughs> For many, I've heard it, it. It is a very great game for uh, back in the day. And, I've heard, and there's speculation rumors that they're making a remake of that game from all platforms, so everybody can play it, so that people can have the chance to play it. Uh, do I agree with this list? Yes and no. I do agree with Old Republic, Jedi Survivor, Tie Fighter. If Tie Fighter is the one. If TIE Fighter is the one on the arcade that everybody plays, then okay, I agree with it. If not, then I disagree with that. Lego Star Wars on number four. Yeah, I agree because it's a great game and it has all nine movies in one game, basically. Uh, not the Jedi Knight 2, I disagree with it. I feel like that should be Fallen Order. Number six, Rogue Squadron, sure. Fallen Order, I disagree. Fallen Order should be number five. Knights of the Old Republic 2, okay. Battlefront 2. Sure, I'm not that big of a multiplayer guy, but I heard a lot of good reviews of it. And Dark Force, that's an all old Star Wars game. I feel like the the one in N64, the 
uh, Shadows of the Empire, I feel like that's much more better than, than Dark Force. That's my opinion. But let me know what you guys believe and let me know what, what your thoughts are. Guys, let me know in your comments down below which is the better Star Wars video game of all times from 1 to 10. Guys. Your opinion, you guys, let me know. We're going to wrap this up, guys. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. And remember, every week is a brand new episode or a brand new topic. So always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at youtube.com slash the lone wolf podcast or at lone wolf pod in youtube.com. You know, also you can check out the audio platforms at SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, on Sp did I say Spotify? I did say Spotify and iHeartRadio, guys. And let me know in the comments down below where you're far. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you guys want me to uh, talk about or cover it, please let me know in the comments down below and we'll talk about it on the next episode. So, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys at the next one. All right. Peace. I can't